I'm Navneet Mann, lawyer turned online entrepreneur. I help unfulfilled professionals start an online business that makes an impact so they can finally leave their draining careers and have ultimate freedom, control, and fulfillment in their lives. Using the power of self-discovery, subconscious science, and business strategy, I will help you transition out of your unfulfilling career and into a freedom-based business that you love. This is the Aligned Freedom Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the final episode of 2022. Wow. First of all, we made it to the end of the year, and what a year this has been. For me personally, I know for many of you, this has been a year full of so many changes, so many questions, so much growth, so much opportunity, and we are going to reflect on it all and talk about some intentions that we can all set for 2023 in order to really have a transformative year in order to solidify all that we have learned and grown into in 2022 and really take it to the next level in this coming year. So that's what I really wanted to talk to you guys about today. I've been thinking about this episode for the last few weeks and really considering what is going to be impactful, what is going to be of service, what is going to be helpful and powerful for all of you. So this isn't just another podcast about, you know, goals that you should set for next year. It's not just another podcast about reflecting. It's really about digging deeper into what this year meant to you personally, um, what it meant to me and where you are headed for next year and really getting intentional about making that happen. So that's what I want to start off with is the reflection piece of today's episode. As I was sitting there thinking about recording this episode and really considering all of what I've been through in 2022, I was overcome by so much emotion because this has been a huge year in the best ways and in the most challenging ways. And I know I talked about that in last week's episode, Growing Through Discomfort, um, but This is more about the reflections of what really went well this year, right? What were the moves that I made that I enjoyed? What were the things that went really well that felt really, really good? And I think the end of the year is a beautiful time for us to think about these things and really consider the reflection piece of our lives. It's easy to look forward and say, these are the goals I want to set. This is what I want to achieve. Go, 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 right? We see that with New Year's resolutions. We see that with business planning. We see that with personal growth goals and everything in between. But what if we took a moment to really sit back and instead of thinking forward, we started to think back over the year and not in a critical way, but in a open and honest way with ourselves. And that's what I had the opportunity to do. So I encourage you to do the same and really think about what went well. What were the things that were that you wouldn't change? And this can also be the things that came out of challenges, right? So last week, I talked about some of the hardships that I faced um, this year. And although, yes, there were challenges and there was lots of obstacles, I actually consider a lot of my hardships to be things that went really well. I don't think I would have grown as much as I have this year 
had I not gone through those hardships, had I not experienced difficulty um, when it comes to my life, my business, my finances, my relationship, my health, right? Everything (laughs) this year really came to a head and was ready to be cracked right open. And that's what 2022 was for me, is me being cracked open. And in the same breath, I was considering what didn't feel so good. Funny enough, a lot of times those are the same things. The things that went well were born from the things that didn't feel very good. So where in your life were there challenges this year? Where in your life did things feel really difficult? Did things feel hard? Did things feel in friction? And I encourage you to reflect if that was actually a good thing for you. If those are the things that helped you grow. Right. So these are the things that I was considering for this year as well. And I think what went really well was for me to go all in on my business this year, for me to really own who I am. And that's not just being able to work for myself. It's not just being able to do work that I love. It's really getting serious about who am I really? What do I stand for? What is important to me? Why am I doing this? really getting clear on that, really being open with myself and honest with myself. And if I'm going to be honest with you guys, there was a lot of things that came up that didn't feel really good to me. When I was thinking about my business, there was a lot of stuff that came up that was related to me just achieving more and doing more and hustling harder and wanting more money and all of these things. And not that there's anything inherently wrong with wanting more for yourself, But I left law because I was becoming somebody I didn't want to be, right? I left law because I was always hustling, working so hard, only caring about achieving more, only caring about money, only caring about status. And I did not want to recreate that in my business. But when I sat and reflected on the year, the beginning of the year did look like that. It did look hard. It did look like chaos. It did look like hustle. And I realized that, I was recreating a lot of things that I had left behind in 2021, right? So where in your life are you recreating old patterns, the patterns that you wanted to release? What has been coming up for you over and over again? This is our time to reflect on it. This is our time to kind of catch that and to really think about whether that's something that's serving us or whether that's something we can actually intentionally let go of. Like I am choosing to let go of the hustle. And I'm going to talk a little bit more about this as we proceed today, but it wasn't serving me. So think about the things in your life that you have still held onto that are not serving you, that are not a part of the person that you've become today, right? So when I'm considering what went really well for me, it's that I went through one of the toughest years of my life and I came out so much self so much more self-aware, so much more loving and caring and intentional and open and happier. And that wouldn't have happened if I didn't go through one of the toughest years of my life. It wouldn't have happened if I didn't face some of those shadows and struggles that were lingering, some of the fears that were hiding so deep inside of me that I had suppressed them for so long and all of a sudden things were coming to the surface. And when you have to process that much shit in one year, it is a lot. It takes a toll on you, right? 
there's a lot of questions. You wonder whether you're on the right path. You question your your decisions and your choices. You question your future. You question so many things because it's uncomfortable to go through that much difficulty. And that's why I think it's the thing, the best thing that could have happened to me. I think it's the best thing that I could have experienced going through difficulties in almost every aspect of my life, if I'm being completely honest. This was a year where we really stirred shit up, where the foundations really felt like they were cracking. But I'm glad I started to see those cracks because that gave me the opportunity to start to fill them, gave me the opportunity to create a stronger foundation in my life, in my work in my relationship, in my health, right? So think about the foundations of your life. Where are things feeling out of balance? Where are things feeling unstable? Which leads me to the lessons, right? What lessons have you learned from all of this? What has come up for you? Maybe things were really great this year for you. Maybe this was an amazing year. That's beautiful. So what lessons did you learn from having this year? What are the the biggest things that stand out for you? One of the biggest lessons I will take away from 2022 is I can't control everything. (laughs) I used to think I could. I grew up being in this situation where I felt like I always had to control the environment in order to survive, in order to be happier, in order for things to go well or what I perceive to be well. And I realized in 2022 that there's no such thing as actual control. And boy, has that been a huge lesson. I did not know how to release control. Like when I say I don't know how to release control or I didn't know how to release control, I mean that in every way. Like I remember going to a massage therapist and laying on the on the bed, the table and them telling me, "Okay, now just relax your shoulders and just stop trying to control it. And I was like, what are you talking about? I am relaxed as I'm sitting there all stiff. I didn't even know how to relax my body. I didn't know how to relax my mind. I didn't know how to let go. And this year forced me to let go because so many unpredictable things had happened. So many things that I wasn't expecting happened. And I realized I actually have no control in life. And that's a good thing. It's okay to let go. It's okay to allow and be in flow. And this isn't something that I was ever taught. This isn't something that is really encouraged in our society, right? We're so used to always being in control, thinking about the next thing, um, manipulating our circumstances, trying to make things right, trying to make things the best. Um, And that doesn't exist. And this was a concept that took me a long time to really grasp, and I'm still grasping, I'm still learning, but there is no such thing as actual control in this world. And the sooner I realized that, and the sooner I started to let go of this false sense of control, the happier I became, the lighter I felt. So that was a big lesson that I was taking, that I'm still learning, that I'm still taking into this next year with me. And I encourage you to think about the lessons that you are experiencing the things that are kind of beneath the surface, the things that you might not even realize, you know, you're learning, really think about the things that are changing you, that are helping you grow. So that was a really big one for me is this false sense of control. And it's still, I mean, 
it still feels a little uncomfortable because I'm so used to living a life where I operate from the head and not the heart. That's what my life had been up until this year, essentially. It was always about being analytical, overthinking, trying to get things right, being in perfection, always working really hard. And all of those were my my way of being able to have some sort of control over the environment, which now sounds so silly (laughs) because life is always happening and we can't always predict it. And I think when we let go and let things flow and unravel how they need to, more beautiful things come to us than we could have ever expected. More ease, more joy, more happiness, more fulfillment, more love, more peace. That's what's available to us when we stop controlling everything. So that was huge. (laughs) That might be the biggest lesson I learned this year. And In the same breath, I mean, I talk about hustle and I just mentioned it a second ago. That was one of the biggest realizations I think I had is I'm very anti-hustle, right? If anybody watches my, my content, listens to this podcast, I really talk about letting go of the hustle, letting go of that, that hard, um, energy, that approach of always having to achieve, to succeed and go, go, go. And (laughs) I was shocked to realize that although I was preaching anti-hustle, I was being in the hustle every single day, especially the beginning of this year. I was hustling so hard and I started to create a life and work that was akin to what I was doing in my law practice. It was akin to the things I I wanted to let go of, the things that I was actually running away from. And when I started to see that I've now recreated this in my, in my business, I was completely shocked. I could not believe it because it's something that I stand against. So how is it that it snuck by me that I was being a part of this hustle culture, that I was starting to burn myself out? And the more I thought about it, I realized that in my mind, subconsciously, I held a very strong belief. And that belief was that constant pressure, working really hard, um, and always achieving the next thing and always thinking about the next thing, these elements equated to being really successful. So in my mind, I had a formula and that I was proving to be true this whole year, most of this year, I should say, not, not the end of the year. So If I work really hard and I'm constantly feeling a little bit of pressure or stress about something, and I'm always trying to achieve the next thing and do better and better and better, well, that means that I will be successful. And although on my, on a conscious level, I was speaking out against this, this whole formula, this equation, subconsciously, I really believed that I had to work really, really hard in order to be successful. So I kept trying to recreate that, right? I kept, I kept repeating these patterns. And that's because we cannot fight something that is subconsciously set in our mind, we can't fight it on a conscious level, we really need to start to understand the beliefs that are deeper beneath the surface. 
And I do a lot of this work, right? I do internal work. I do personal development work. I do spiritual work. I do a lot of this. And it was sneaking by me. And that was a big eye opener because how many other things sneak by us? How many other things are we creating that seem to be contradictory to what we actually want? It really got me thinking. And I realized that the reason I had this equation in my mind was not just because of my training as a lawyer and as a professional and and the society that we grew up in. It was it went even further down into like childhood. Growing up, I mean, I saw a lot of adversity. I faced a lot of hardships growing up within the household and I had to develop this strong exterior, a strong personality to to cope to deal with all of the things I was experiencing, to deal with a lot of trauma and hardships, right? So when that is what you have developed as a child, it becomes your survival instinct. So I remember people would always say to me, oh my God, Nav, you're so strong. You've been through so much. And Although I used to wear it as a badge of honor, as I grew older, I realized, well, that's it wasn't by choice. It was by circumstance. And what I finally realized this year was that I had been recreating hard circumstances in order to wear that badge of honor of being a strong person. So no wonder I kept repeating the same pattern in my life of working really hard because now there's, you know, my environment is safe. I feel good. I'm comfortable but I needed subconsciously to recreate some sort of drama, which was in the form of working really hard, of making my business really hard, of of creating more stress for myself. And that took some unraveling. That really took some digging deep into and understanding that we do not have to repeat old patterns, that it is okay to change. It is okay to change and let go of who you used to be. A lot of times the way we behave now is based on previous circumstances and situations and things you may have had to deal with. Um, Behaviors that you developed due to life's conditions around you. But as we become older and more self-aware, we realize that we can start to let go some of the stuff that no longer serves us. And that's something that I realized this year, I learned this year, is that it's okay to let go and it's okay to change. And it's okay if that strong, tough, go-getter person that Nav used to be is no longer who she is now. Because the truth is, it was never the real me. It was never who I am deep inside. But who I am was too afraid to come out. I thought that being vulnerable was weakness. I thought that being open and emotional was weakness. I thought holding back your, you know, holding back, not talking so much was weakness. I always thought that I needed to be somebody that was larger than life. I always thought I needed to be someone that had a lot of opinions that always spoke up, that always had something to say, which sometimes got me in some trouble. (laughs) But 
I realize now that I can just be myself and accept who I am. And it's okay to pull back when needed. I used to be the type of person that needed people around me all the time, mostly probably because I was afraid to be with my own thoughts and who and face who I really am. So I was always distracted with a lot of energy around me. And this year really showed me that oftentimes I fill my own cup by taking time to myself, by getting quiet, by taking a step back, by spending time alone, whether that is going out for a walk, whether that is a meditation, whether that is reading a book, whether that is just being still. And that's okay too. It's okay not to always give so much of yourself to others. It is okay to say no. It is okay to set boundaries. Like, wow. There's been so many amazing, beautiful lessons that have come out of this year when I actually took the time to reflect on them. And one of the things that I would really, really encourage you to do is to think about all the things that you are safe to let go of. So I am choosing to consciously let go of the hustle, let go of that the girl who thinks she always has to have a strong face on. Let go of the belief that I have to work really hard and work myself into the ground in order to be very successful. Let go of the idea that I have to live up to other people's expectations. Stop living for what other people expect of you. Stop living for what their goals are for you or what society's expectations are and really start to understand what your goals are for yourself and who you want to be. And the process that I've used to do this is number one, unlearning, really taking a moment to unravel and unlearn some of the things that are so deeply embedded inside of me. The way I thought I had to be, the way I thought I would be accepted by others. And when I started to let go of those expectations and this weight, I started to feel so much lighter. There was so much growth that happened in just letting go of other people's expectations, whether that means expectations of what my family thinks I should be doing or what how my friends think I should behave um, or how my mentors think I should be showing up in my business. Really just releasing all of that. And for once asking myself, who are you now? How do you want to behave? How do you want to show up? Who are you today? And it's okay if that's different than who you were six years ago or six months ago. It doesn't matter. Just accept yourself and you don't have to justify it to anybody. So unlearn all of those old beliefs and expectations and teachings. And start to renew some of those beliefs. Start to pick and choose the beliefs that you want and who you want to be. Start to choose how you want to show up, how you want to feel, how you want to behave, what you want to create, what you want to do with your time and your life and the impact that you want to make. You get to choose that. So once you've had the chance to unlearn some of the stuff that's no longer suited to you, 
start to relearn and renew that space. You Now you have all of this room to create whatever you want, right? And how beautiful is that? And that's what I've stepped into is who am I today and who do I want to be tomorrow? And I'm starting right now of becoming that person. I have a lot of reverence for my past. I have a lot of reverence for the girl that needed to be really, really strong and the girl that needed to always have it together and the girl that always needed to voice her opinion. She helped me grow to this level. I'm so grateful for her. She taught me so many lessons. She helped me become who I am today. And without her, I wouldn't have made the shifts and the pivots and the leaps that I've made in my life. So always have reverence for who you are and who you used to be. Because without that person, you wouldn't be here. But I'm also comfortable now saying goodbye to her, giving her a big love, a big hug with so much love and so much gratitude and saying goodbye and knowing that I'm going to move forward in a way and become the next version of myself, the higher version of myself. And that's what's available to you. So once you've unlearned the things that are no longer suitable for you, and once you've had the chance to renew some of those thoughts and beliefs and characteristics, then it's all about commitment. Really commit to the who you are becoming. Really commit to what you want to create in the next year and all the years to come. It's that consistency and staying committed that is going to inform the changes, that's going to drive the changes. Without the commitment, you won't see anything different, right? So even the days where it feels hard or it feels like there's no change and nothing is happening, keep going. Commit to the person you are becoming and soon you will merge with that person. You will become one with them. So these are some of my biggest takeaways. And as I was thinking about who I am becoming and what this next chapter of my life looks like, I wanted to set some intentions for myself, right? I really wanted to commit to this next level version. And I sat with myself and I really just asked for guidance and was thinking about what is it that is going to help me become this higher level version of me? What do I need to embody today? And my three intentional words I will be sharing with you. And I, again, would say for you to think about who you want to become and set your intentions on the characteristics that you want to embody, on the values that you want to embody going forward and really start to practice those today. So I'm going to share with you my three intentions that are going to help transform my life and grow even more. Um, in the coming year. So the first word that really came to me was peace. Peace is something that I have been practicing um, for several months, on and off for several years, but really didn't commit. Like I said, there was no commitment. I had set the intention to, you know, meditate, to grow my spiritual practice a couple of years ago, but wasn't committed to it fully until only a couple of months ago when I really started to embody what peace feels like within. And this practice has helped change my life. It has helped change who I am just in a matter of a couple of months. 
And to me, peace is its wholeness. It is being complete within myself. It is acceptance. It is accepting who I am. It is accepting my world, my circumstances, and just knowing I'm exactly where I need to be. Just being in full acceptance and joy right now. Not waiting for tomorrow to get better for me to be happier. Not waiting for yesterday to be healed for me to feel complete. It is right here and right now and enjoying this moment. And that's what peace means to me. And it has just been the most powerful practice that I'm so grateful for. The next intention that I set for myself is femininity. And if you know me, I am a Leo. I'm very much a Leo when it comes to my characteristics. I'm very much in my masculine energy. And I always have been for the majority of my life. Like I said, go, 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 hustle, outspoken, big personality. And I've really become comfortable with this masculine energy, right? And if you are familiar with energy and spirituality, then you know that we all have a level of masculine and feminine energy. Sometimes one is outshining the other. Like for me, the masculine energy really my most of my life has been outshining the feminine. But now I am intentionally stepping into the feminine energy. And for me, what that means is flow. It means it means allowance, just allowing things to be without holding on so tight, without controlling every little thing. It means trust. It means really trusting myself and my intuition and allowing myself to make decisions from a place where it's coming from within instead of listening to everybody on the outside, which is what I used to do. I always used to look for guidance from everybody in my life. I would always ask questions about any decision I had to make. I used to identify as somebody who was really indecisive. And why did I do that? Because I never trusted myself to make the right decision. I always thought I was going to get it wrong. I didn't value my own opinion. So for me, femininity is about trusting myself. And if I get it quote unquote wrong, that's okay. I'll do it again. I trust that if I got something wrong, I needed to get that wrong to learn the lesson. I needed that to grow. And next time I'll get it quote unquote right, right? And that feels so powerful to me. That feels so beautiful to me. Allowing myself to be in this sense of flow, allowing myself to be taken care of by by the universe, by the energies that that's around me that are within me. And just trusting that whatever is happening is happening for my higher good. And that's what femininity is for me. And my last word of intention is service. This is something that came out very, very strongly for me. For me, service is being of service to others. It is being useful. It is being purposeful. And it is really being authentic in what I do. And although, I mean, I'm in the service-based industry, I'm a coach. And even as a lawyer, I was in the service-based industry. What I realized was what was driving me was maybe 
30% service, but 70% something for myself. It was 70% status. It was 70, you know, I was more worried about status and money and success and moving up in the ladder and feeling important. It was more about me and less about service. And I'm flipping that around. I'm turning things upside down and making it all about service now. Because when I am in service and I am helping others and I am supporting others, I am growing myself as an individual, right? And when I'm growing, I will be rewarded for that. I'm not worried about that. And in fact, since I did start to implement this practice, things have been in flow. There's been more abundance in my life and my business. Things have felt so much easier. I've been making money without really working so hard and trying so hard. Because my intention has changed. It's not just about how much more money can I make. It's about how many more people can I serve? How can I be more of service? How can I actually fulfill my purpose and start shifting the paradigm that we have in this world of hustle and working so hard and doing work that is not purposeful? How can we shift that to being more in alignment, to being more in ease, to feeling more authentic, to being more purpose-driven? Right. And if that is my purpose to help shift this paradigm, then the best way I can do that is to be in service and to really be myself and to really work from the heart. So those are my intentions for this year. And I mean, I am buzzing. I feel really, really good. I feel lit up about this. And again, to tie all this back together with the reflections of this year, had I not realized that I was being I was being contradictory to what I stand for with the whole hustle concept this year, then I would not have realized all of these lessons. So if you are finding yourself living a life that doesn't feel aligned, that doesn't feel authentic, that doesn't feel like it's it's what you stand for, then I want you to give yourself some grace. It is okay. It is okay if you're feeling a little misaligned right now. It's the realization of that misalignment that makes all the difference. It's you becoming aware of that misalignment that allows you to start to recalibrate. So go ahead and think about the reflections that you have of this year without any judgment, right? And what realizations come from those reflections? What lessons come from those reflections? And thirdly, who do you want to be? Who are you stepping into in this coming year? Set the intentions and get that ball rolling now. This practice has completely shifted everything for me in my life. And I mean that wholeheartedly. And if you can apply this reflection, realization, and intention setting practice to your life, everything will begin to fall into place for you as well. And I just know this. So if you are practicing this and you're setting your intentions, I invite you to DM me and share your intentions with me so I can cheer you on, so I can support you and you can declare it to somebody outside of you because there's power in declaring these intentions. Because once you've said it out loud, everything starts to move to conspire that to make that happen. So share your intentions with me, DM me on Instagram, DM me on LinkedIn. Um, That's usually where I'm hanging out and share your intentions. I would love, love to hear them. I would love to support you and to check in with you every so often to see how you're doing. So this, my friends, is wrapping up 2022 and what a powerful, impactful, beautiful year this has been. 
Thank you for being on this journey with me. As we step into 2023, I am going to be sharing so much more of the internal work that I'm doing and helping you start to peel back the layers of who you really are and step into your essence to uncover your deeper purpose, to become the beautiful being that you really are and to really live a life that is authentic to you, that feels aligned and feels fulfilled and feels impactful. And I just can't wait to share everything that is coming in the new year. All right, my friends, I am signing off for 2022. I am wishing you the happiest new year, a safe new year and a loving new year. I'll see you on the other side. Bye.